Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Well, praise the Lord. We are starting our Bible study again tonight. We've been dealing with faith, so we're going to continue on with this word of faith. That's right. We're going to start dealing with the word of faith and continue on with it. Uh, let's pray. Father, we give you glory. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, Lord. We thank you for what you've already done. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that as we get into this study and we get into this word, Father God, Lord, I pray that it would get into our spirit and it will stick with us, Lord, Father God. We give you all the glory, Lord, for those that would that would tune in or those that possibly might listen to it later. Father God, I pray, Lord, that it would be a blessing to them as we get into this, Lord, even on a greater greater level. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the blessings that you've done. And Father God, for everything that has been going on through this, through this whole world, Father God, and all the stuff that's been happening through this world. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would... Um, I know that you're in control. We know that you're in control. So we pray, Father God, Lord, you just continue in the name of Jesus, and we give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 All right, we're going to continue we're in Hebrews, the Hebrews, the eleventh, Hebrews, the eleventh chapter, and <clears throat> this one tonight is real interesting because. It goes off of what we were talking about before, the promise that he had given to Abraham mm. and he'd given to Sarah. That's what we talked about last week was the promise that he gave to them that they would have a promise. They'd have a child. But what threw me was this verse 13. Was verse 13 when he said these words. Uh, I'm reading out of the NIV. It says, all these people were still living by faith when they died. In this period. All these people were still living by faith when they died. This is the next one that got me going. They did not receive the things promised. And he didn't stop there. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. I say, oh, that's got to be a little bit more explanatory. Yeah, I've got to be able to understand that a little bit more. I said all these people were still living by faith when they died. That kind of lets me know, basically, Abraham still, when he died, he still was living by faith. Um, you got Moses, he was still living by faith. Uh, Moses, of course, there was something he did that would keep him from actually going into the promise. And that was basically when he hit the rock and all of that, you know, and he said, you'll be able to see it, but you won't be able to go in. And that's when Joshua took over. But he says they did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. I don't know the way that I am. I'd like to I'd like to see all the promises that God gives to me. I want to be able to see it. Abraham, of course, could not see all of it because basically who he was. Okay? He could not, I mean, his children is still going. 
And so, I mean, you know, he could, he would, he would, he just had to know basically number one that they were coming to, that they, that it was coming to pass. He welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they, that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. Let's look at verse 14. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. Wow. People who say such things, what things? What things? They, they're living by faith. So what are the things that they're saying? They're saying that, they show that they're looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. They would have said, okay, I'm, I'm going back. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he was prepared, for he has prepared a city for them. Now, that's all that, that, that was from 13 all the way down to 17 that we can look at, that we're looking at that. Um, the uh, King James Version would say it as this. Let's say on this manner, it says, um, these all died in faith, not receiving the promise, but having, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they say, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Well, there's a purpose there. They're saying they, they see, they're looking for a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. They would have <laughs> went back on their faith. Basically, that's what it's saying. But now they now they desire a better country that is it, and heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. I like that. For he has prepared for them a city. Wow. All along, that's what the main thing, what he was saying here, is that all of these people were planning on leaving where they're at. And so their promises was looking for that. Um, I'm just curious to find out what the Message Bible says, babe. The, the Message Bible says this. It's nice to have all these things that we can turn to. Each one of these people of faith died not, yet having in hand what was promised, but still believing. How did they do? How did they do it? They saw it afar. They saw it way off in the distance. Waved their greetings and accepted oh, the no. fact. What's the matter? Accepted the fact that they were transcends in this world. People who live this way make it plain that they are looking for their true home. If they were homesick for the old country, they could have gone back any time they wanted. But they were after a far better country than that, and it was heaven, country. You can see why God is so proud of them and has a city waiting for them. That's good. That's good. That's good. It pretty well explains pretty well a lot of itself, basically. You know, explains pretty well. 
So in other words, basically, it still dealt with faith. Dealt with, still dealt, dealt with faith. You know. In other words, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Hebrews 12. Uh, Hebrews 11. All right, Hebrews 12. Mm -hmm. uh, I can see it. It's like one. Let, 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 let us, I can read it. Let us lay aside every weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Hebrews. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Oh no. Right there, I mean, like twelve one. Uh, yeah, read. Who was that? He was eleven. Verses thirteen to seventeen. Yeah, and I looked at twelve, and I'm just wondering if does that make any? No. And right along with it, yeah. Let's lay aside every weight and every sin that doth so easily beset us. Um, you know. Obviously, if you're doing faith, you're definitely going to do that. The only way to achieve a lot of that is through the Word of God, of course. You know, achieve that is is through the Word of God and getting through that. He ended. He's connecting when we're getting to the end of chapter. No, that's right. When we get into the chap end of chapter eleven, he he, he branches onto that. He says, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. And since he says, and be made perfect, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, throw off everything that hinders, lay aside every weight and sin. And the sin that so easily entangles or besets us. And then the only way, the best way to run a race is to have everything off. Let us run with, with perseverance. Let us run the race that is marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And in this version, it says the, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scrounding its shame, sat down at the right hand of, of God. Okay, considered him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That you will not, he's the perfecter, he's the author, he's the finisher of our faith. And he, if we want to find someone as a great example, you'd find it right through, right through what our greatest example is God, anyway. That's our greatest example. <laughs> okay, so he goes back. Let's go back to let's go back to eleven, chapter eleven and verse seventeen, and it starts off by by saying this: by faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He he who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> Even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. In other words, it's through Isaac that you're going to be able to have all that this promise is going to come through, that your promise is coming through. 
coming through Isaac. To, to whom it is said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. According that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. From him also he received him received him in a figure. Okay, so we already know the story. That's interesting. We already know the story of Abraham and Isaac when God took him up there. He's, it's actually, what he's doing is here is like he's repeating. And he's talking here. Dealing with faith. Dealing with faith. <laughs> Isaac was, Isaac shall, shall thy seed be called. <laughs> In other words, that's that promise. Basically, number one, he's letting them know that, hey, through the promise, I'm not going to allow you to kill the promise. You will not get rid of the promise, but the promise shall live. Likewise, today, God is not going to get rid of our promise, get rid of the promise that he's promised us. He'll come through no matter how long it takes. <laughs> he's still going to come through. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> so can we talk about yeah. well, when did you? Yeah. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Chapter 12, 1 and 2. Well, mm -hmm. truth. All right, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let us lay aside every weight mm -hmm. and the sin which so easily yeah. Go for it, babe. What does it mean? Yeah, go, Mom. What? I don't really want to know. Um, <laughs> we're surrounded by those who have already gone before us. They're the cloud of witnesses, I understand, that, um, that are watching over us. All, I believe like our loved ones and different ones who have gone on and made it into heaven. They are now like that cloud of witnesses, kind of like rooting us on. You know, uh, like you know, let's for us to to, to run this race. Mm -hmm. You know, this this Christian race. Mm -hmm. So he says, lay aside yeah. every weight and the sin, mm -hmm. which just so easily beset us, because a weight is not necessarily a sin. Mm. A weight can be just the trials of life. Mm. You ain't never lied. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. things that we deal with with life. That's why he said, lay aside every weight. And the sin. Mm -hmm. Anything that weighs us down. When we think about a race, 
if you go watch a race, they don't run with not even with jeans and jackets and sweatshirts and sweat coats. It's too much weight. Mm. It's too much. So they, you see them, they got on shorts and a tank top, some good tennis shoes and socks, and that's it. Hey, well, but they go, you're going, you're going because they got to run. And you, you got a coat and you got on sweatshirt, all that. You get hot too quick. It's too much weight. Mm. So that's what, the, what he's saying to us here. Uh, all let aside the burdens of, of life, the uh, the cares, those things that are, uh, concern us, uh, as well as any sin that we know that's in our life that's pleasing to God. You know, because we can't run this race all that weighing us down. That, that's too much weight. Mm. You know, if we're gonna run this, the race, the race is the walk of faith. The race is the Christian walk on the Christian path. God wants us to give all that to him so that we're free to live this life for him and do what he wants us to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jumping in, jumping in. No, go ahead. You're doing, you're doing great. Go for it. And run with patience. The race that is set before us. The race that is set before us is a journey. Our journey to heaven. Our journey home. Mm -hmm. Our journey home um, is set before us. And we don't want to be set aside on the wayside. We can't afford to be in the benches along the, you know, uh, a racetrack with that benches on the side so you can watch people run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, we can't afford to be sitting in the benches. We've mm -hmm. got to be on the on the track. Mm -hmm. We've got to move. We've got to keep moving. Mm -hmm. You know, he takes us from one, one uh, glory to another, one, one place in him to a higher place to a higher place in him. Um, and when we have all these uh, weights on us, it stops us. It, it, it hinders us. Mm -hmm. It holds us back because mm -hmm. it's too much. If we, if we have a, a sin in our lives, then that's displeasing to God and we, it's weight. You mm -hmm. know, uh, like I said, the cares of life, the concerns, the stress of life. You know, he wants, that's what he said, give everything to me. You know, my burden is life. They put your yoke, give your yoke to me, give it to him. Then we're free, like I said, to to be before him and just to to be pure and clean. Just to, we gotta run this race and and do all that we can hear him and do all that he wants us to do and fulfill our destiny. We gotta fulfill this destiny. Mm -hmm. We got to fulfill what is our, our goal. Okay. Go ahead. No, you're doing good. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You know. You're doing really good, babe. Go for like it. Like we're saying, become the Jesus author and finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. You think of a person who writes a book, they have, have an author of that mm -hmm. book. And the author is the one who begins the book, mm -hmm. they finish the story, and they mm -hmm. end the book. Mm -hmm. Then you fold the book over. So he is the author, the beginning of our faith, mm -hmm. and he's the end. He's everything. He's got us covered from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Wow. I like that. I, like that. Mm -hmm. I do too. Mm -hmm. This guy's coming from the beginning. He's the author and finisher of it. He, he wrote it. He's at the beginning of it. And mm -hmm. he's at the end of it. Papa. Yeah. When we can start this race, he's there. Papa. When we finish this race, he'll be there. Yeah, yeah. The finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Mm -hmm. Jesus endured the cross mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. He did it in love and joy that we could have salvation. Yeah. Despising the shame. And sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. Mm -hmm. Now he's at the throne of God. Now he's telling us, you got to do it. I, I did it. I was an example 
that it can be done. Yeah, yeah. So we got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's right there with us. Mm-hmm. He's right there with us. But he said, "You gotta get ready to wait, though. You can't mm-hmm. run it with, with weighted down. You can't run it wearing no doubt wearing big boots and jeans and sweatsuits and." Sweatshirts and jackets, and heavy coats and hats, and mm-hmm. you can't run it like that. That's too much weight. Mm-hmm. Slow you down. Yeah, slows you down. Mm-hmm. Holds you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we gotta give it every sin and everything. We gotta give it all to him. Mm-hmm. We gotta give it all to him. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, but it's not too much for him. It's a lot for us, but it's not too much for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it can be easier than we think. If we make up our mind, this is what I want to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this is what I want to If you think of anything you do, make up your mind that you want to do, you'll sacrifice so to make it happen. There's so much pressure with religion. It's not religion. And church and, it's, and, and everything. No, you know, the problem is, the problem is, um, it's not a pressure. I do it all by myself with, with, this, with my relationship with God. And that's what it's all about. Relationship with God. And all that crap. Yeah. Oh, stuff. Sorry. Yeah. It's a relationship with God, but some things that if you feel like I, he wants me to, to to give this up and you feel like I want to hold on to it, that would be a pressure, you know, because we're fighting our, ourselves. We're fighting to hold on to something he might be saying, no, it's a weight. It's so much pressure. I mean, I'm coming from like, uh, you know, like, you know, just, just, just being a part of, of ministries and everything. I'm like. Good God, I'm I'm not even doing anything that I have to be called in the office for. You know, just in all this pressure. Well, that, well, that was the past. Don't think about the past, Pete. Well, you think about saying, you know, call to the so office and other churches. So forget that. That's the past. We're not, we're not in the past anymore. Those yeah. times that we got, you got called in the office at the, at the churches we were attending. All kind of I would stuff. think that, you know, just people would understand you got a relationship with God. You're good with me, you know what I mean, and we can all ride together and roll like that without you got to be, you know, being judged and everything. Like man, everybody can be judged a lot. I mean, ain't no, no, no ain't no sin. Seriously, you know, everybody got, you know, whatever they're doing or whatever. Seriously, and if that's gonna cause you to just turn your back on me. Because I mean, and on top of that, when I'm actually want to see God and you know do this thing for for the ministry, you're not gonna even ride with me at all, you know, just because you know what you just heard that I what smoked a cigarette, you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, what is that? You know what? You need to forget about other people. It doesn't matter what they think. All that matters is what he thinks. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter about who didn't talk to you and who who turned their back on you and all that. It don't matter. It don't matter. You know what matters? It's pleasing him. He's the one we're going to stand before and give account of our life to. No doubt. I don't care who, who cares and who, who what other people think. And people always gonna have their thoughts. That, that's their opinion. Yeah, I'm trying to be a judge. But you know what? Sean, forget people. I'm in church being judged, you know, and I, and I actually like took it off, like, you know, like I got judged, judged. Well, nobody has a right to judge anybody. There's only one judge. Like, like, like you perfect, man. You know, judge. 
You ain't God. Who are you? Put it behind you. Put it behind you. Go forward. Don't let it weigh you down. But get rid of the weight. Whoever it was, whoever they are, get rid of the weight. It don't matter. Oh, oh I got that. Long time ago. Yeah, you tell me. I've got that behind me. I'm not. I'm not carrying oh, that weight. That's on them. Yeah. I, I wasn't even playing church. I don't know who I am. I, my relationship with God has been a lot. I was in jail and all kinds. Of, I mean, he was right there with me. All the time. Talking. Oh, all the time. Keep that one first. So don't worry about people. All that matters is between you and God. Keep that one first. Oh, no, no, no. It's going good. Here. I'm sorry. Going good. No, no, no. It's going good. I do every Bible study. I'm, I'm waiting to hear you all. This, this is good. Go for it. You know. Because like you said, every weight, every weight, you know, we got to remember every weight is, like you said, Angel, it's the difference between the weight and the sin. And when you have, you know, have things that actually are there that weighs you down. And notice what he says. We've got to lay it aside. He's not going to take it. He'll take it, but we've got to lay it aside. we got to give it to him. Lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily set you back. That's what he's basically saying. That sets you back. That keeps you from being able to run at your fullest. You can't run at your fullest when you have have weights on you. When you have these these things that you know are not pleasing to God. It has nothing to do with church. It has everything to do with pleasing him. That's what it's dealing with. You know, it has nothing to do with, with, uh, with that. There's many that would have would have fallen out and there's many that have fallen out because of the fact that they've taken on that weight why because i'm dealing with what they say you know they say you know i mean you come into any business let's just put it this way you come into any business or come into anything they have a certain type of qualifications in order for you to stick around with them any business, they have a certain qualification that they have in order for you to stick with them. You know, they say, are you down with me? If you're down with me, then you're going to do, do the things that basically is required of you for this business. I worked for Transia. I knew basically, number one, there was a way that I had to look. There was a way that I had, I had to make sure that I had black pants on. I had that that t-shirt on i had my my boots you know and i had my badge and i drove the bus i had the, another qualification was to make sure you know how to drive <laughs> and make no make sure you know how to drive these size buses and and your customer service everything has got qualifications and it's not a judgmental thing it's they've got qualifications on what it is in order to reach the goal of what you're looking for. You, I'm looking for, what am I looking for? I'm looking for a check every two weeks. So in order for me to have that check every two weeks, I've got to be there. I've got to be there at 6.30 or 6.15 or i got to be there at 7. And I'm not going to leave until I finish with what I'm supposed to do in the bus driving job. It's when I finish with, with my last, with my last pick client pickup. And once I finish my last pickup, I can come. 
I can get gas on the bus for the next day, come back, park the bus, go home gladly, and in two weeks I got a yeah, check. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same identical thing with the with with the word. Same thing with with what God is saying here. He says, I've got I've got qualifications. No, you're already qualified. You're already qualified. Now just just meet the requirements. That's all he's saying now. Now just meet the requirements. What is the requirements? Requirements is simply that 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 I love him and that I that I love him and I'll do justly before him. I'll do these things that he says in the word for me to do. And once I do that, hey, I'll have a paycheck. Sin's got a paycheck. Death, sin's got a paycheck. Believe it or not, sin does. Sin has a paycheck. Yeah. The wages of sin is death. The wages, wages. of sin wages. is death. But the gift, oh man, that's wholly different. Is eternal. Is eternal life. It's a gift. It's not a paycheck. It's a gift. It's something that's freely given. It's eternal life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's eternal life, and it, and it's and it's and it's being able to being able to be able to follow that. I'm gonna lay aside my weight. What are some of the requirements? You'll you'll see some of the requirements in Micah eight. Micah eight talks about. Yeah, dude. All right, Junior. All right, Junior. How are you doing, man? Good to see you. Great, great. Yeah, yeah. Some of his requirements are so it's so easy. We we've been talking about Matthew. I mean, we got into we got into Hebrew Hebrew the twelfth chapter. And talking about every um, lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily be set up. You know. In yeah, Hebrews 12. Hebrews, Hebrews 12. Yeah, Hebrews 12. You have the Bible? Your book? Your, 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 your. No, I don't have my book. Yeah. yeah. But it was, uh, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin mm -hmm. which does so easily beset us, mm -hmm. and let us run with patience the race that mm -hmm. is set before us. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. Talk about that. So in other words, basically dealing with, and he's asking us to do it. Mm -hmm. He never goes beyond. He won't go beyond you, your wishes or your feelings. You know, he doesn't go beyond your wishes your or your feelings. Your will. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. He won't go beyond your will. You know, he won't do that. He won't go beyond your will. So he says, okay, you've got to say. I'm ready to get rid of this. I'm laying all this weight down. And I'm laying down. Notice the difference. We talked earlier. The difference between weight and sin. I'm laying down this weight. The weight is basically all the stuff that I've put on me that I really don't need to carry. Like it carries um, life. Like, uh, kind of like when you do something and you like feel like you did, like something happened. I don't know what it's called. There's a word for it, but like, some, like say you're like, Someone got hit by a car or something, and you feel like you could have did something about it, but it's not really your fault. Exactly. It's all that pain on your And you're face. carrying that burden. And you're you're carrying carry that burden. burden. Yeah. 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 Or um, just the cares mm -hmm. of life. Some people worry about, you like, You guys are not there yet, but some people worry about, how am I going to pay my bills? Oh, I'm just so worried about it. Some people worry, some people worry about the kids. 
Stress. They're carrying on. They're carrying that weight. They're yeah, carrying the. Yeah, your faith. Yeah. Because um, there's a song about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like um, I don't worry about it because God's got it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's what he, that's what exactly. Because and because he says weight and the sin because a weight is not necessarily a sin. Mm-hmm. A weight can just be the cares the cares of life we were talking about. That's why he says weight and the sin. So every weight that you carry the cares of life and if there's any sin in your life, mm-hmm. he wants us to get to get up. Because uh, we were talking about um, when you're running a race. If you ever you ever watch some uh, people run track. Mm-hmm. They don't have on sweatshirts and jeans and heavy boots and yeah. hats and gloves. It's too much weight. Yeah. It's too heavy. It's too much. They're in shorts, tank top, some good shoes, uh, tennis shoes and socks, and that's it. That's it yeah. They gotta be light, you know. Uh, so all these things we were saying is too much weight on us. When you're carrying the cares of life, when you're carrying any sin, it's too much weight, mm-hmm. and it holds us back. We can't run like 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 we can. Like we should. Like he wants us to. That's why he says you gotta set it aside because he has a call for all of us, and you gotta be able to hear what he's saying. You gotta be able to hear him say, you know, his his will for us, and tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, "Please." And the Bible says, "He that knoweth to do good and doeth it, him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin." That's Bible. Him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not. To him, that is sin. So, in other words, if you know to do good and you don't do it, that's what they would call But sin is simply the bottom line. Sin is simply also disobedience. Okay? So what is he saying? He said lay aside the weight and the sin. That so easy sets you back. It, it sets you back. Besets you. It sets you back. It makes, it, it makes you not be able to run as fast. Not able to go as fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So we talked about verse two. Looking unto Jesus, the oh, author and finisher of our faith. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about faith. Mm-hmm. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising mm-hmm. the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how you take an author, a person who writes a book, that's the author of that book. They write the beginning of the book, chapter one. They write the end of the book, whatever chapter that is, and that's the whole book. So Jesus said he's the author and he's the finisher of our faith. He's there in the beginning and he'll be there in the end. So he's he's in this race with us. Of our faith believing, he's there with us from the beginning. And when we come to the end of the race, he's there with us to close it out. He's also the finisher of it. You know? mm-hmm. Also, all we got to do in between is make sure that we don't have any weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the chair deep, the washer right. make sure we don't have any weight <laughs> so that we can clearly hear what he's telling us to do. You know, because when we're running this race, he'll let us know there's a problem ahead. The enemy's trying to do this. He'll he'll guide us through it, but we can't have the if we have the weight on us, we're not gonna hear him mm-hmm. because we got too much going on. That's why he wants us to be clear. Give it all to him. He said, "Give it all to him." We have to search our lives daily. 
Nor mm-hmm. is there anything in my life that's not pleasing to you. Because I can't have a weight. Can't, yeah. I can't have a weight. It's not worth it. Yeah, that's, that's right there in his, that's yeah. I can't have a weight. I gotta, no, I gotta no, run no, this race. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta run this race mm-hmm. with not being weighed down so that we can hear what he's saying. So we can hear the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. You know, these are footsteps, footsteps are ordered so we can hear him leading us and guiding us. It's a good thing. That's good. Mm, yeah. So the author and the finisher. That's it. I like that. Oh, any more, as, as, they, as they tell me, any more meat on that bone that anybody want to grab onto? <laughs> what do you think about that, Junior? Let's hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that? The, the verse we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Talking about Hebrews 10.1? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hebrews actually saw 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 1. Which one? Which one you want to talk about? Okay, that was so crazy. So, Dee, what do you think about that? So, you remember back to start. How he's, uh, cool. he's, he's, he's the um, start and the finish of our faith? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's cool. Yeah. Any part that sticks out to you. Any comment you have? What do you get out of that? What do you take from that, as they say? Um, I think I read that um, to make sure that you keep God first and make sure that you can make sure that you do what it says to um, don't disobey and um, always have unconditional faith mm-hmm. and always have faith in him and always trust what he's going to say I mean, always trust what he does and never ask questions Exactly, exactly. And we read out read, read early when they were talking about faith and talking about a lot of these people died when we talked about faith and they said they died. They didn't. They didn't receive the promise. They died, but they were able to see it. Yeah, like uh, what's his name? Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. He was able to see it. Able to see it. Yeah. Moses was able to see it. Look at you. I remember that he was the first president. Oh, no doubt. Oh, you're talking about, oh, president. You're talking about president. Yeah, but that's no, this Abraham was a little different. He was way back before Abraham Lincoln. Way, 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 way Abraham, back. Abraham in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But his promise, but his promise was, you know, the promise that he had. And in order to make sure that we carry out the promise that he has. We've got a the promise that he has for us. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. I think we said this before with, with D. Um, God has a gift that he gives us. And it's more than just wages. Yeah. Wages is something that you work for. But the ultimate gift is the eternal the, the internal the eternal eternal life that he that he gives us. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yes. That's, no doubt. it. That's it. No doubt. That's the ultimate gift. You know, you've got the ultimate the gift that he wants life. to give you. Satan wants to give you a check. Well, if you want to put it that way, Satan wants to give you a check, and God wants to give you a gift. There is a difference. He wants or is Satan wants you to work for him. He wants you to work. But what if, like, uh, you know how, like, you know, we don't have to die? Something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Um, what if, like, you know... The true ones, you know what I'm saying? That like like right now, mm-hmm. like how God gives us eternal life, like you know, like we don't die like at all. You know mm-hmm. And like the devil sometimes try like, try to take that from us or like try to get it, try to like do it. 
trying to try to like have us die quick. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. God gives gives us internal strength. Like we just just don't die at all. Right. You know? The eternal life is, is given regardless, right? Yeah. Oh, through Christ. Is there Christ. Yeah, you get it regardless. So either like, it's through Christ, yeah. If you go to hell or heaven, you have eternal life. You'll have you'll have eternal life. Yeah. yeah. You know the but yeah. if you want to call it life, I mean, yeah. Hell's not life. <laughs> not you want to call it life? So I was yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm injecting scripture Romans, the sixth chapter, verse 23, where mm-hmm. he says it. Mm-hmm. For the wages of sin is death, but mm-hmm. the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah. I don't know how you can, I don't know how different, different ones are trying to do it. They're trying to, trying to get there without try. Christ, but it's not working. They're trying, to, they're trying to do it without Christ, and it's not going to work. The, the people that don't believe. Yeah, yeah, a lot of boys trying try to do it. Try to figure out why they're having a hard time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Mario. That easy. It's only one way to do it. Most famous people really sold their uh their souls and stuff like that. Yeah, that's how they got there. That's how they really got there. That's how most people got famous. Oh, what did you say, Mario? He said today's his teacher's birthday. Oh, okay. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, you know, and uh, hold on, hold on. What, what happens is I have a book. I have a book by this guy. They call him Earthquake. That's the guy. But he was. Is he comedian? No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Oh. He had once sold his soul to the devil. He was a priestess. He was so evil. His dad was a voodoo priestess. And he was, uh, it, it was so deep. Come on, listen, listen. He was so deep that his dad was so deep in the Satanism that when his friends came to his house, they didn't have to come knock on the door. They could just walk through the walls. They were so deep in, in the evil. And this guy was so, this guy was so, huh? Yeah, that's what the law. And this guy was so evil. He would send demons after the Christians to try to take them out. And the demons always come back and say, we can't touch them. They got a seal on them. That's the seal of God that, that yeah. covers us, the blood of Christ. Like, I can't touch them. They got a seal on them. But down the road, this guy's sister took him to church. And long story short, he got saved. And he got delivered from all those demons. Oh, that's crazy. So it's never too late. It's never too late. But it's too late. It's when you're in your grave. Yeah. But this guy wrote a book. And he tells everything. He exposes the devil on all the lot of little things that be going on. He tells you about it, you know. As he goes in book, it's upstairs. So he lived both, basically both parts. Very yeah, good. he was deep, but God, God saved him. And he, yeah. Well, I had another point on, on what I was saying that too. I was, I was saying have to tell about how he exposed uh, something. The devil. Yeah, the devil. And his and tricks and stuff. Yeah. But we, we, I mean, you got on that topic because um, Flo said a lot of the famous people sell their souls. There it is. That is true. There it is. Thank you, Jamar, Joshan. That's what I was going to tell you. In the book, he said, like these people, uh, the illusionists, yeah. he said they're doing that by, with demons. Demons are the ones, you know, people levitating. Uh, you see, uh, um, I don't even want to call his name. Chris, yeah, Angel. Yeah, Chris Angel. Yeah, and all that crap. 
that's demonic. Yeah, all I, that, I, I yeah, thought yeah. that was all filthy, but I'm like, oh wow, it's it's demonic. demonic. And he said that these people who sell their souls to the devil like that to get that so-called power, mm-hmm. said, Michael Jackson, they live for so long, yeah. but they always die early. Oh, 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 yeah. So maybe, no, maybe so Michael Jackson like, didn't do that. Though. Like people that's that's doing all that levitating, like all the magic stuff and like that. Yeah. So. It's, it's so easy to get to because there's evil out here. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they're at. They sold their soul to the devil. That's what you all But when God gets here, there's not going to be no more evil. Nobody's going to be able to. Yeah. To, uh, like all the bad people won't be able to do all that stuff. But you see, they die mm-hmm. early death. Satan only gives it to them for a short time. That's, yeah, that's how like dirty 10, it is. 20 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how that's what they're Exactly. I forgot who said it, but I think it was Papa that said that. That uh, that they can be levitating in the, in the in the air, and then the devil or the demon can just go at yeah, it at, at any time, and then he'll right. just drop dead. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. exactly. You got it. You got exactly. it. And they exactly. don't live. They don't, don't live. They don't live to be old. Yeah. He takes them out. He, he you know he pulls the, the life from under them uh, at an early age. I mean, I haven't heard of Chris Angel in a minute. So. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I'm like, wow, he's dead. Is he dead? I don't know, but they're still advertising down there. Uh, at the but Luxor. he's still advertising. He's, he's still he's doing a, shows in Vegas. He is demonic. Luxor. At he the Luxor, is, I understand. He's full of demons. He's he's still, he's still doing stuff I'm sure that he probably might still be doing it. They, well, they're advertising. He's still got a, still got a, got a show going. But it's interesting how some of those, some of those ones would do stuff like that, you know. And he said he actually said this, which was interesting. He said, no, "My team does not go against me because they know." Wow. What will happen to them? Yeah, he told me to say that. When I heard that. He, he yeah, when I heard me, that. He told me to make him disappear. He told them. I really want to stay here. I really do. He told them he'll make him disappear. So they live under fear serving this man. Oh, yeah. Serving, serving Chris Angel? Yeah. There's people serving him? Yeah. Well, you know, his, his, well, you know, his workers. His worker. And he told them to, they, if they go against him, he said, told him, I'll make you disappear. That's how demonic he is. That's what the devil does. He makes you serve him under fear. You know? Mm-hmm. But the gift of God is eternal life. The gift of God. So much stronger. So much powerful. So much more powerful. You know, and it doesn't look like sometimes it'll be more powerful, but it is. It's always more, more powerful. More powerful than what the enemy will ever, ever, oh, ever do. Always. Because their 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 power is not forever. Thank you. Yeah, not right. forever at all, you know. And it's not all power. Yeah, God is the only power. one with the power. power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have some. Yeah. And the only ones, only power that they have is what God gives them. Mm-hmm. That's what God allows. Huh? That's what, what He allows. Why? Because He created them. Yeah. This how God like. Doesn't show himself like the devil really shows himself like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot what I was about to say, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think, he's, yeah. I think he's all show, power and stuff. I think he doesn't show his himself that much because he went through that faith and thank you to believe in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if he shows himself, then they're gonna believe. Him. Yeah, they're gonna believe. Him. Like, he wants you to believe in him without having to show you proof. Like Ooh. he can show you proof and blessings. Ooh. But he, he doesn't want to, have to show you to make you believe in him. Mm-hmm. He wants you to just believe, you know, like you believe in air and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. Perfect example was that was Thomas. When Jesus died, Thomas says, "I don't believe that he's back." He says, "I'll never believe it until I can see the nail prints in his hand." And see his hold in his side. Thomas said, that's the only way that I'm going to believe it. That's the only way I'm going to believe it. And Jesus, eight days later, Jesus appeared. He said, Thomas, come here. 
Look at the nails in my hand. Now put your hand in my says, now, now you believe because you see. He said, but blessed are those, which includes all of us here, that believe and have not seen. That believe they have not seen. You know, that stand on it and say, okay, hey, no. He said a long time ago that he was going to rise again. He, that's he exactly said that. what he did, though. And he told him, he said, in three days, I'm going to get back up again. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to be back. I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be back. But then you got, but then you got, you have, you have those that had a problem with it. I mean, it shows how well, really, a lot of the disciples actually really listened and believed what he was saying. Yeah. Because when he did rise again, or when he died, there was so much sadness. So much sadness. Oh my God, he died. Jesus appeared to the two men that was walking on the way to, to Emmaus. Which is so cold. He just started walking and trying to talk to him. Yeah, and, and, and they're looking at him and they still don't, don't recognize him. Oh, if you wanted, if Jesus wanted to, because. So like, you really think about it, that happened, we really have a Superman out there, you know what I'm saying? No, like, Superman is like, uh, you know, like, you know, he saves the day, but like, just, as Christians, we, we have a Superman, but we just have faith. Exactly. Jesus is coming again. Guess who comes in his place now? Guess who comes a lot of times in Jesus' place? Well, we have the Holy Spirit, but they said, be careful of who you entertain. Because yeah. there are those that have entertained angels are aware. Angels, unaware. angels yeah. are those that have been sent by God. Oh yeah, but you keep me right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chilling different ones have different ones have seen different ones and all of a sudden they disappear after they have done what they've said they were gonna do. In Angel's case, and and Jovan's Jovan was with Angel at the time. They were looking for for this perfect for perfect turkey. Jamarian also loud. They're looking for this perfect turkey. So here they are. They're looking at it, and all of a sudden this guy walks up, takes the turkey out of his basket, puts it down so that Angel can actually see what he's doing, eye-to-eye -eye contact, and then put it down there and turns to walk away. Jovan runs after this guy to thank him. Couldn't find him. The basket in the middle of the aisle. And the basket in the aisle. And Javante yeah. like, he did. there's no way he could go out the store that fast. It's impossible. Yeah. Because as soon as we walked over to it and we saw, well, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Javan ran right after right then. And he had just headed down the aisle. And Javan ran right after. He, there's no way he couldn't even got to the end of that aisle. He just hit the corner, huh? Yeah. yeah. He couldn't even have gotten to the end of that aisle. <coughs> Excuse me, because Javan was that close behind him. But the basket was there, but he was gone. Angels. I know it was the angel. I have no doubt that it was the angel. I know it. You know, you never know who you are entertaining. You never know who you come in contact with. It's one that God has sent specifically just for you. Just for you. Don't go here. Don't do that. This person's there talking to you. Don't do this. Don't do that. They said going down, um, in, down the road, this was some time back, going through New Mexico. This guy was riding along the crow, riding on the road, and he saw this hitchhiker. So he was impressed to pick this hitchhiker up. Hitchhiker got in the car, 
sat, sat down next to him, of course, and he's still driving. And he goes, he's riding along, and all of a sudden he carries on a conversation. The guy starts carrying along a conversation. He says, says, do you know something? He says, what? He says, you know, Jesus is coming soon. And the guy said, what? Yeah, wait, said, wasn't it the pastor that picked him up? No, it was the driver that picked up the passenger. No, yeah. I know, but what, the, uh, the driver, wasn't he uh, a pastor or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, you know, Jesus, he said, he said, you know, Jesus is coming soon. He says, yeah. And he started getting ready to talk to him. Look, got his spirit. Right in his car. Now, my car wouldn't went like this. He disappeared. And he's going, oh, what? He couldn't figure it out. Went to the next gas thing, got off, and went talked to the guy, that gas station. And he went in and told the guy, he says, you know, I had just picked up somebody and and he just said these words that Jesus was coming soon and disappeared. And the clerk said, I wouldn't think, I think that you were crazy. He said, but you're not the only one that's come in and said this. Wow. You're so, not the only one. There's been several that's been coming in. So saying he's having thing. angels tell them that he's coming. That's coming. Oh, this was a while ago. This is a while ago. Mm-hmm. Getting them prepared, getting them ready, you know, letting you know, hey, he's, he's coming. And the angels, a lot of times, the angels are simply um, messengers. They're messengers, and they're sent from God just to give us a message. <laughs> Believe it or not, Lucifer, Satan is the same thing. He sends his angels to send messages too. You know? He sends them. They ain't got no power. That's the cool part. And you're like, oh, wow. The only power that they have is what we give them. Um, like, you know, like viruses and stuff like that. I feel like, like, you might have it. You might have it, but, like, God just, like, makes, like, just takes out your body or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, it, like he does that. Like, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you can. You oh, can. yeah. No doubt. No doubt. You know. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I like this way, anything, you know? Mm -hmm. It's all power. Mm -hmm. Nothing is impossible. Yeah. Nothing yeah. is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Yeah. I'm dealing with this one thing that that has been... Um... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.